Like was, somebody had just blown a drag into your face? Yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah. Like, it was everywhere. Very casual. And, like, I looked up the, uh, I was curious. I looked up the weed laws in Florida. It's not me. Right. It's not me. Yeah. But I guess maybe, it's Florida. I guess maybe they, at least in South Beach, they're not really tripping about it. Bro. What you gonna do? Put everyone away? Do you ever feel like, like we could be living differently? Last words pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty DJ. I'm Mike. <laughs> my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A special thanks to everybody joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, <laughs> Apple, as well as YouTube. The God of Me honors the God in each and every single one of you. Keon is happy. I am. No, I'm, I was excited to be I, back. I. When I was on my way here, I was just thinking like, man, I haven't potted in like two weeks. Yeah. I just felt more just excited and jubilant about this than I usually am. I'm certain some people have, have missed you, have missed the, I hope the, so. the, the, the banter between us. I hope so. They got they got my dad. They got my dad one <laughs> week and, and then, you know, just just me over here just <laughs> just going off on these on these essays that I'm writing. What, so. what is a solo podcast like? What is a solo podcast like? Well, I mean, for instance, clearly that is that's actually a really good question because clearly dynamics completely different. It's not conversational. Right. So I'm I mean, you 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 listen to one of them at least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I listen to originality. Right. And so. Well, you I mean, I don't know. You kind of had that written already. So, I mean, I guess right. that helps it. Well, yes, yeah. it, it does help. And when was the last time you had to write something? Oh wait, no! You you're in school, so you. Yeah. Well, so what was the last I'm, I'm essay typing. you wrote? I ain't writing. Well, no, that's 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 fine. <laughs> like, it's not. It, it's probably weird that I'm writing it down with a pen <laughs> and a piece of paper, anyway. But when was your last essay? Uh, it was last semester. Um, in I mean, what is we're in the summer now, so it was, right. yeah, last spring semester. What was it about? Um, what class was that? That was. Let me fuck this. Let me ask you a better question. Okay. Because this is something that I actually finished uh, writing in this next one that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you had to look at a blank sheet of paper, or it could be on the computer, a blank word piece of paper mm-hmm. document, and you just had to, there was no prompt mm-hmm. that came along with it. Mm-hmm. It was just write about what you want to write about and, and get your thoughts together, figure it out, make it sound good, put, turn it into the teacher. I, I have, I have no idea because everything that I've typed or written recently, it has, you know, I've had, it's, it's been an assignment, right. It's been something I had to, to research. Um, but my last, uh, my last paper I wrote was an ethics paper. Mm. I had to choose a, uh, philosopher and write about that philosopher and what they would think about specific situations that were mm, given to me yeah. to write about. Right. Um, so I wrote a paper. I forgot what the, who the philosopher was, but I had to write a paper on what he uh, would think about the uh, just a lot of the 
political things that are going on okay uh this day and age like black lives matter and right things like that yeah 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 so where, where they would stand on it yeah where you for now you for, have forgotten the philosopher so i yeah, guess we can't really it wouldn't I, matter getting into that right now though. yeah i forgot the philosopher's mm. name and i also this isn't the laptop that i use for school yeah. so i can't okay. even look it up for you that's the hewlett packard yeah, yeah the hewlett used, packard uh <laughs> yeah no i mean it's I enjoy it a whole lot. I did not know how much I was going to enjoy it yeah. beforehand. But writing is something that I feel like I should have been doing more of. Well, and and I'm figuring that out at the more and more I'm writing and the more I'm figuring out about myself as I write. You're a very expressive person. Yes. So I'm surprised that that journal wasn't full of more things than just journal entries yes yeah 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 exactly so that's so that's what i'm doing right now i'm i mean things are always coming to mind for me right and so i'm just i'm taking people through my thought process on any one of these given things and you know last week just happened to be originality which is just interesting i definitely spoke about it in the chat when i was asking mikey if he was one of the people that told me that he feels like he just runs into 10 different types of people yeah. and that and and i think that that's just a very interesting it's a very interesting thing because i know that the the sort of compliments of you're a breath of fresh air you're just so unique you're so different like that's those are few and far between uh-huh. you know when they hand it out to people yeah so i just i just started thinking about why that is the case why it seems that so many people seem to be so alike you know with with everyone else or why everyone seems to be sampling things from all of the same people but not mm-hmm. turning it into something that is their own yeah and so so i just i just started having these thoughts i started asking people about it i was doing like field research just, i was <laughs> i was pretty excited to listen to it because i was like you know this nigga's by himself like what is like what you know i know it's going to be good but i was really curious to see what you were going to bring to the table no pun intended yes <laughs> yes um and so this next one so this next one is definitely very, very interesting. Okay. This, this next, is a solo? Like, you're not going to do this know, right now? No, 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 okay, no, no, okay, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, it wouldn't even make sense. Okay. Like, it wouldn't make sense to try to incorporate that in what we do here. Yeah. It would just be you sitting off to the side for 30 minutes as, as I speak about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, like, nah, we'll just do that another time. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I love it. It's definitely, I'm, I'm definitely growing. I think it's just going to be a huge, I like challenging myself. Okay. And I think to try to pull one of these off every week okay. is is a wild challenge. Okay. No, but, I, I like that. Yeah, but I think I, I think I'm up to it because okay. I, I like it a whole lot. I believe in you. Yeah, and it's 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 just an interesting thing to to have a blank sheet of paper in front of you mm-hmm. and you haven't been doing research on something specific for months on end. And just and just say, okay, I have this thought. I want to take people through this thought process about this thing. Go. I'm sure that it's probably the same way that like any artist feels when they have a blank canvas and they don't really have an idea as far as what they want to put on it. They just, you know, they pick a couple of colors out and they just say, you know what, I'm gonna make it shake. That is hilarious because I do bring that up in in the writing. Really? I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I draw I draw parallels between. You know, that in the blank canvas that is many other things for other people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they just have to take from whatever's in there. I mean, you could 
the way I talk about it, and that is an artist having a dream mm-hmm. and it being a vivid dream. And then them waking up that day and they're like, I'm going to take a still shot from what I remember in my dream and I'm going to put that on this canvas. Okay. And that's just, that's a wild thought to think of. Okay. I have this shot in my mind that I dreamt of. It's so vivid to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put that on a canvas. Yeah, and I'm the up. and I'm the only one that can make this painting. And that is original. Exactly. Nice. I'm the only one that can make this painting because this doesn't actually exist. No, no. This, it this this is just of my mind. There's not one person on this earth that has had this same dream in its in its exact form. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's so it's very cool to think that that's what you're doing. Yeah. With a blank sheet of paper, and you're just trying to put together your thoughts as coherently and as uh, cohesively as possible, right? It's you, and then you look back on it and you're like, "Whoa, like all this shit just came out of my mind." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just sat here and just thought about things mm-hmm. and wrote them down, and I and I come back and I look at this, and it's it's a it's a very weird thing, but you definitely learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. I mean, process. you're probably also just a bit. You're a little astonished. You you you've taken this mental note in a sense, and. <clears throat> Put it on paper, and once you put it on the paper, it probably just it just it comes more full circle. It does. You know what I'm saying exactly. It, yeah, it, it's one of those things that can be intrinsically understood uh-huh. to yourself, but then when you have to sit there and articulate it, write it down in such a way that it's going to make sense to the next person, mm-hmm. that's when it really starts to take shape for you, and mm-hmm. you're like. Yeah, okay, that is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's a wild moment. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a very interesting moment. But that yeah, is. so that's a lot that's that's enough on that. They will they will they will hear it. I think it will probably release that on Wednesday, Wednesday night, Wednesday, okay. Wednesday morning. But you're back. I am by from Miami. Yes, in this bitch finna get crossed. So tell people why they haven't heard from you. Uh <laughs> well tell tell us tell us what you've been doing. I've been out of town. Um, I mean, not this entire time. Uh, I was I was gone for you know an extended weekend, uh, and then the next week, uh, my schedule just kind of didn't just didn't work out for yeah, the pod. Yes. Um. So I took a I took another week off, um, which was cool. You know what I'm saying? I you know let my man's here do his thing, um, and he gave you guys some great content. So the podcast did not fail at all. <laughs> never. 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 Um, they will get an episode every <laughs> week. I, yeah, I hope so because all the stuff is here with you. Yes, so. yes, <laughs> yes. But I have a lot of things that I want to touch on um, as far as this trip because there was a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Good because um, because this podcast for the most part this is about you. Yeah, this episode is about you, okay. Keon. Okay. We might even name this Keon's return. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I learned a lot about my son. Um, <laughs> you really going to do this? I mean, I'm not going to go into too much crazy detail. Um, but I learned I learned a lot about my son um, on this trip. And you know, no, this is great cuz we're going to we're going to talk about this. I learned a lot about him on this trip. Um for anyone that's never been to Miami, it's not it's not really a cheap place uh things there are no. fairly expensive um and i brought my son with me and it was a little tough and you want to know where i fucked up i told him that i was going to get him crab legs when we were down there 
he loves crab legs. He's he, I don't know. He's bougie, maybe, maybe a little bougie, eleven a little, years old, a little spoiled. Um, We're talking about going into sixth grade. Going, yeah, going into going sixth grade. Into, I just don't remember asking for things like that. <laughs> I, like I knew I wanted a game system. Like maybe it was a Dreamcast at the time. Maybe PlayStation yeah, One. Something like that. But I don't remember at like when it came to food. I don't remember making requests like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that is that is very particular. So that's that's where I messed up because the entire time all he did was ask about those crab legs and everything that he ordered that wasn't buffalo wings. He stared at it like fungus was growing out of it when it got to his plate, even though he asked for it because he would somewhat eat it and then an hour later we're at the beach and he talking about he hungry and i'm just like exactly you know what i'm saying like what are you talking about they ain't ain't crab legs yeah the last night is when we actually got the crab legs he ate them shits like they was the last four crab legs on this earth like he savored every that was his last meal he wasn't talking to nobody (laughs) like he Finished the little thing of butter that they gave him. Just, he was I, like, they even, you know, when you go to a restaurant, they give you the little joints where you can like crack the shells. Yeah. You know, he was over there just. Oh, he was just, oh. <laughs> like, I'm sitting over there. I was like, you don't want to use the cracker? He was like, nope. <laughs> he was looking but, at you like amateur. Right. <laughs> you need the cracker for like, I mean, I, I don't know. Get me wrong. Like, when I'm at the crib, like, you know, I'm just, I'm using my teeth or yeah. just my hands, but. When I'm at a restaurant, I'm going to take advantage, you know? He's not worried about I'm a, Yeah, that. I'm going to crack him open with the cracker. I'm going to take advantage. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, it was it was, it was was interesting. And I was asking him the whole time about, you know, like, you know, what do you think about this place? Because, like, we're in Miami. This, like, there's kids there, but this isn't really a place for kids. No. And I'm not even talking about just all the ass cheeks and shit. <laughs> That are that are hanging all out. the ass cheeks and marijuana that's walking the right, streets. Yeah, right, I'm yeah. not even talking about that. But it's just it's it's not super kid friendly other than the beach. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like all the places that you're going to, everybody's drinking big goblets of, of alcohol that right. you can hold with two hands. You know, like But you knew this prior, oh no, I, right? Because you're knew Biscayne Don. Uh you know what? I am Biscayne you, Don. You, you are I'm Biscayne Don. You, you are the captain of Collins. <laughs> <laughs> the captain of Collins. Cap, yes. Collins captain. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's, it's you know, like you said, marijuana. Just like, I I think. I got them Zaza's. I got them nuts. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> walking around. Just I got that Zaza. I got that loud. And it's like. When I stepped outside of my hotel room, I felt like I smelled more alcohol. I mean, I smelled more marijuana and weed smoke than I did oxygen. Like, I'm not even bullshitting with you. It, like somebody had just blown a drag into your face? Yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah, like, yeah. it was everywhere. Very casual. And, like, I looked up the, uh, I was curious. I looked up the weed laws in Florida. It's not legal. Right. It's not legal there. Yeah. But I guess maybe. But it's Florida. I guess maybe they, at least in South Beach, they're not really tripping about it. Bro. What you going to do? Put everyone away? It, it, like, you, like yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah, there, yeah. there's a certain point where 
if enough people do it, it's legal. Because <laughs> you're not putting us all away. Like, there's right. just nothing you you're can do. You're just going to take everybody off of, off of Ocean Yeah, drive. like, it's just it's not, it's just, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> and, and, and then another thing is, the reason why that's the case, bro, weather matters. Weather matters. Climate matters. And people act differently. That's why people are always looking at Florida like, yo, what are y'all doing down there? Like, what's, what's going on with y'all down the floor? Like, y'all just through this whole quarantine, ain't nobody quarantined. Right. <laughs> Everybody been at the beach blowing smoke at each other, kissing on each other, breathing on each other, uh, coughing on each other. They didn't care. Yeah. It's just it's just a Florida vibe. So it's like, I don't give a fuck about the marijuana law. What are you right, talking about? Right, right. We in Miami. Right. Nah, you're right. You're right. Um, But so as far as like him eating, that was tough. It was It was tough. Like. I got to a point where I just was, I was frustrated. I didn't know what to do. Like, what is a good, like, what do you want? What do you, I'm not, we're not eating crab legs every day. I tell you that much. Right. So for sure. we got to figure something out. As soon as we got off the plane, first restaurant he went to, he pointed out the crab legs. I had to look at him. I was like, I was like, are you sure you only get one crab leg meal mm-hmm. while you're here? You yeah. want to waste that on the very first place that you go to? Right. Are you sure? Right. And he thought about it and he was like, okay, I'll get something else. and i told you about i commented on that and said Mm -hmm. that that shows great great adherence for the long term yeah right so like shooting for the long game Uh here we're not just going to do instant gratification and that's cool cat williams had a had a line about that i think it was he was raising his he was raising his son and he he said something like i can get you this new system but it's going. But the game is very expensive. You got this amount of money to work with, so you're gonna get one game, uh-huh. or I can get you this Nintendo 64 or, so, <laughs> or something like that, and get you 20 games. What you want to do? Ooh. And Cat Williams said that his son made a real nigga decision, <laughs> and he was like, "Well, let's get the Nintendo 64, Daddy. When we had 20 games, like that makes sense." So. Your son did that in in a way. He was yeah. just like, well, no, it was is- it was kind of a proud moment. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you thought that through, right? Because you was gonna get these crab legs, <clears throat> and you wasn't gonna get no more, exactly. And I'm glad you understood that, right? Um, let me see, let me see. So let me talk about my airport experiences. I just like I be seeing people in the air. like I'm a simple man. Well, before I, you go to the what? airport, as far as just learning about Jacory, okay. It was you. You were just leaving it with. He's a picky eater. He's a super picky eater. Super picky eater. Super okay. picky eater. Right, but, and okay. he felt very inclined to have those crab legs. He brought it up multiple times. Okay. And it it really I feel like it ruled his entire mood the entire time he was there. If it wasn't crab legs, he wasn't that excited about it. He really wasn't. Okay. All right. And that, and that's 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 it. You didn't learn anything else. There were no other um, real developments. I mean, not not really. That's really the only thing that bothered me the entire time. Yeah. He loved the beach though. Okay. He was he was he was in the water. Like we went to the beach probably three times that that time or this time. And um like the first couple times he just like he wanted me to get in there like with him. And I mean, I was going to get in there, but I also I enjoy just sitting in my beach chair, yes. under my umbrella, yes. just chilling, yes. you know, drinking something. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy that. So, I had to tell him, I was like, Jacory, like, you know how to swim. Like, you don't need me to be there. Because it's not like we out there 
tossing a football or a frisbee around yeah, in the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't like what do you like what is it exactly? You just want the company? That's right? how you know that you're getting older, by the way. One happy birthday, right? Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah happy yeah. birthday. Woo! Yeah, my birthday just passed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's how you know you're getting older when you when you like to when you like to participate in things, but but to an extent. Yeah. You like to go to the beach, but like I'll get in the water, but I'm just gonna sit underneath this umbrella yeah. and have a couple of beers and like relax yeah. and enjoy the sounds of the ocean and all that. I don't have to be out there yeah. boogie boarding. I don't have to be. What's the one that that, uh, that I like a whole lot? When you skim just skim skim boarding, yeah. yeah. Like I don't have to do any of those things. Yeah. Um. And honestly, I, I thought about you while I was there about your your take on the beach. And <laughs> I was just I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, this nigga better get some water shoes and stop tripping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes it's just sometimes listen you had the same thing when you were going out hiking with us you realize that there is preparation for things absolutely. and once you understand things and you can prep for them it's like okay we can do this absolutely so you're right water shoes yep. water shoes would probably would make me feel much better yeah. about about stepping out there <laughs> for sure um I saw something that I hadn't ever seen before, though, when we were at the beach. I saw, like, fish swimming in the water. I don't usually mm-hmm. see that. It was, like, these little uh, almost clear, uh, like, pinfish. Well, like, kind of a long... Damn, one. nigga, like, you don't even know the name of the fish? Dang, no. he, dang, Keon, like, you don't even... No. You ain't pull out your Pokedex and, like, <laughs> and try to figure out the name of the fish? Like, Am I you... supposed to know every species of fish oh, man, that there is? Can you that, can, can you name is, me can you name me ten at least ten catfish pufferfish uh panfish perch um um sharks uh, oh yeah, that's where we whales. at. That's that's where we at now. Now, we, oh. now we're doing that. And whales are mammals, correct? They are mammals. <laughs> they, they, they're still fish. Oh, okay. Hey, all right, all right, all right, okay. It's okay. Let me see. Hold on. Um, this nigga went to sharks. <laughs> it was an easy one. It was an easy one. Um, <laughs> that's when you knew she was coming down to the wire and she got slim real quick. Nigga <laughs> says sharks. Uh, all right, look, that's six. I can I can name some more. All right, all right, all right, just, all right, just continue on. I think we're done with your core. We're done with the food. We're yeah. just, all right, go on. So I, I just gotta laugh at niggas at the airport though. Like I saw so many like people in the airport just three chains on just chains really yeah like i even saw this one nigga nigga had two watches on i'm like nigga, how much time you want to tell nigga like what is up how much time you want to tell like how much of it yeah like how much time you trying to tell oh really two um, watches yeah he had on nigga had on two watches but they were flaws type. I mean, you had. Oh yeah, to, no, like, they had. I mean, I don't. I I don't know if they were real. I'm I'm not trying to sun them. I I just don't know. You don't know if they were CZs. <laughs> yeah, or, were, were they diamond or gold? Like were they? Or did it look it was, like it was, it was supposed like to be silver with like a like a diamond? Oh, diamond. Okay. okay, okay. Um, but man, two two watches, a chain, had the pants hanging up, hanging just enough so that you could see the Gucci belt. <laughs> 
Like mm-hmm. the Gucci, it wasn't securing his waist. It was securing his thighs. It's not. That's not what the belt is. It's that, yeah, it's designed to hold the pants up. Well, well, I that, well, I, that, well, I mean, yeah, but you know, like I've just I've never understood niggas like with the with the belt around the dicks. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get it. If somebody wants to help me understand, please help me. Understand. Wait a minute. Oh, you mean grown men? Because grown we could men, be, okay. Yes. Because we were all at a point where we were wearing our pants, we're sagging our pants. Okay. Yes. Yes. But not with a belt on. Oh, so you, okay, yeah, 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 I guess so. Like, if you want your pants to hang, well, well, oh, I guess well, you just well we were, okay, first of all, nigga, we, you may have had a Tommy Hilfiger belt on, which don't need to be shown. These people are wearing Gucci or Louis Vuitton belts, and it's, they're wearing it not because they just feel secure, and it's just of something that not. they bought. They want to show it. Yeah, they so do. they got to tuck the pants in the front or something like that, or tuck the shirt in the front of the pants no, so that no, the emblem shows. No, or, they just or, tighten, tighten the belt enough around their penises <laughs> so that it does so that the pants don't fall off. Yo, tighten belts around penises is crazy. It's a wild it's image. It's not a lie. But, but I understand what you're saying. It, it's sagged enough to where it is around yeah. the bottom of their ass yeah. and the, around the shaft of their penis. Yeah. And and it was it was interesting because I was just like, okay, so like, I get it. You're trying to be flashy. You got your Gucci belt on so that we can see it. You got your watches. You double fist in the watches. That, you, that's... Yeah. Well, I was going to say, that's just not classy, but neither is the one before. So I'm not expecting any class on these because that's just, that's just, but what are you doing? What killed me the most, though, is the nigga had on a all white fitted that was like this. Oh, what is that? Like a 45, wearing it at a 45 degree angle. And I'm just like, I know this Like he's like a. 90s breakdance. Right. <laughs> I was like, I know this nigga does not have on all this jewelry and then just tops it off with an all white something. Because it wasn't crisp. It wasn't a crisp all white. It looked like he had it for a while. Um, so, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Um, had yeah, a little tinge to it. Yeah. Yeah. Had off a white. And not, and not the brand off white. No, not the brand. <laughs> yeah. Had a little dingy. A, lo- a little dinge to it. You know what I'm saying? But he had it like this. A little like, dinge tinge to yeah, it. Yeah. Like the nigga just had it on, like, you know what I'm saying? Just like it was like Fred Durst or something. <laughs> like, because, like, like, who wears the hats like this anymore? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I was just, I don't know. I got to laugh at people like that because it's just, it just seems too much to me. When I go to the airport, I'm wearing flip-flops or like slides. The most comfortable traveling things, period. Absolutely. Nigga, I don't even wear sneakers. I don't want to take my, I don't want to have to unlace my shoes when I go through TSA. I just want to kick my slides off. Right, for sure. Easy. Thousand percent. Easy. Thousand percent. Wow. Wow. Two watches on. Two watches. Three chains. How do you feel? Do you want like you would you would get a chain? Yes, I would. And, I would, and there's still a, an extent to exactly how boisterous my, it's going to be. So <laughs> if I ever, if I can ever afford like real diamond jewelry like that, it's not going to be anything that hangs down to my waist. Okay, it's not going to be a big pendant. Okay, or, you know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. Okay, it's going to be something you know, something nice. Something simple. It ain't gonna be like the Rick Ross drum with like your face no. and with the beard. No, no it's none. not gonna spin. It's like, not gonna like spin G like G Unit. Okay. Like, it's gonna be something chill. Now, will I wear more than one? If it's like kind of a set where like one is a little shorter, one's a little longer, mm-hmm. I could do something like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
but I'm not gonna wear like seven of them. Let me let me at, ask you where where would you go where you feel like that is appropriate? Now maybe in your lifestyle now it's not. But if you had this money, like where would you go? Like when you're DJing, like where would you um, just be wearing? Possibly something like that. Maybe you know, taking my lady out to a nice dinner. I want to throw on some, you know, some nice jewelry or something like that. Okay. But I'm, I'm not wearing it. To, I'm probably you throw honestly, you throwing the diamond chain on to go to go to dinner. Yeah, because if I got, if I got the diamond chain, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to Golden Corral with it. But. I, I mean, I listen. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I got. I got hemp bracelets, so I don't. I don't, I don't even. I don't know how this goes. Um, but yeah. So another thing. One of the people that was traveling with us has a sickness. Understood. And needs to bring syringes with insulin. Diabetic. Yes. Um, and it was really interesting to me because on the way there and on the way back, they had to hand check the bag, which is cool. I, I mean, you see something go through an x-ray and it looks long and, well, not long, but it looks pointy. Yes. It looks like it could be dangerous. Yes. You wouldn't want to check that. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. But as I, as I watch them check it, all they do is just pull it out. Like, they pull out, there was, like, in a, a little bag, mm-hmm. and they would just ask the person, you know, is there anything in here that's, that's sharp? Anything mm-hmm. I need to worry about? And, I'm, and you know, you, they tell them, yeah, it's syringes mm-hmm. with insulin. And, like, oh, okay. And they put it back in. They don't even, like, open it up. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, how <laughs> secure is this? Like, do they even know what's in these syringes? I might get on this plane and just stab a nigga in the neck and fill him with some shit he don't want to be filled with. No, whoa. That's going to be all woman's for. <laughs> but, but you get what I'm saying here. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. Like, isn't yeah. that crazy? Like, they don't know what's in here. Yeah, no. The I, most... I, could it be anything? Yeah, this is very interesting. It could be the lethal injection mixture. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, that's very interesting. They just let you go by. Yeah. But, Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Is it violating rights to to take it out? And... Hmm. What was that? I don't know. Was that a phone call? Nah, it's definitely not a phone call. You're popular. Seems like a like a phone call on a on a different type of like you getting a a, a chat from like what's that chat that that people use for for ad for out of the out of the country, like WhatsApp, it sounded like you were getting a WhatsApp call. It was a fucking alarm. Oh. I guess alarms don't still go off on airplane mode. Oh. So yeah. Anyways, um. Anyway, yeah. So you you bringing they, heroin on the plane? Yeah, like it's just <laughs> they don't know. You can easily bring know, heroin on the. They plane. don't know what is in those. Yes, you know what I'm saying. You know that. It, so I I'm just like, how secure is this really? You know. But um, outside of that, let me see. Mm. Um, I've me and me and Antoinette, we we both kind of came to the conclusion that we're getting a little old for the South Beach scene. We just it's not what it used to be 
when we were younger. We don't consume as much alcohol as we used to. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. kind of getting to a point where we're just like over the, all the, the crowd. You know like saying? having to be a part of the crowd, like the crowd yeah. being the draw. And like, it's oh, like everybody there. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, we're both in our early 30s now. Everybody that's in South Beach now is like 21. And it's just, it's, it's extra. It's a, different, it's a different vibe. Yeah. So like we both came to the conclusion that if we go back to Miami, we're probably going to stay a little further up where it's a, a little oh. quieter. Because like even at the hotel we stayed at, just all fucking night, just people just through the hallways, doors slamming. It was just, it was really annoying, and we, like, we were, we were so over it. Like, mm-hmm. we were, uh, we were, we couldn't get out of that hotel quick enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I, I just felt like, I just felt like, next time we probably gonna stay a little further up north. I completely understand. That's what I was telling you. You, just, you start to get a little bit older, yeah. and, and you like quiet. Yeah. You like quiet. Being in the crowd doesn't excite you as much as you really. here in the crowd. Not really. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like I, I've, Not I've if I got to be there for four days. Okay, yeah. That, <laughs> that's one thing. But I've, all, I've said for a very long time, I, years now I have felt this way, mm-hmm. that versus... Going out and hitting the bar scene and hitting the club scene and hitting the lounges. And also, niggas was going out. (laughs) And first of all, as a young man, the objective, whether people said it or not, Mm -hmm. was always go out and try to find some ass. Right. Right? Like, that was it. Like, we're going to go out, we're going to have some drinks, and you... People going to stand around in their clicks and look around yeah. and hope you see somebody look at you in, in a flattering way. And then mm-hmm. maybe you can make your way over to have some conversation, get some dances, whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, wasn't nothing really coming of it. For the yeah. most part, people yeah. had stories where some yeah. funny, crazy stuff yeah. happened. But for the most part, you, that w- those were not successful attempts going out and actually like you're about to bring something home. Right. It's not it's not really yeah. happening. And so I always wondered, why are we doing this? <laughs> why, why don't we just why don't we just call the people that we do know, women that we do fuck with, mm. and we just come together at someone's crib and just have a good time amongst people that we actually want to talk to? Right. Because we're not going to do nothing but go up to one of these clubs. Music's going to be blaring. We're not going to have no real conversation. Mm. And we're just going to be standing around in a line. Just drinking our Coronas, looking around, mm. commenting on things every now and again. Mm. Maybe one or two of us going out and getting getting a dance with somebody. Like it's it just it was it never drew me that way. This reminds me of a story. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a JMU story? Yes, Harrisonburg. Shout out. Um, one time, one of our many trips to Harrisonburg. Um, this was the I don't know if I don't know if you were there this time or not, but I brought uh. My boy Ryan Richards with me this time. Okay. Um, then I I wasn't there because yeah. I don't remember that. Okay, yeah. I brought him with me. And we went to a party in that complex uh where niggas was uh where niggas lived at. Uh I couldn't tell you the name of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I forgot. Like that in was. that complex, mm-hmm. you know, like when you kind of like come out of that lot and you make a right, there's like a tennis court or some shit mm-hmm. down there. It was a little further down. Yeah. Um, there was a party that we we all went to that night. And 
I caught this girl eyeing me. Okay. I caught her eyeing me. And it happened several times. Is she with her friends? She was with friends. She's with a couple friends? She was with friends. Okay. So, she's eyeing me. And... By the way, it makes a huge difference. If there's a chick just, like, at a party by herself and she's just eyeing you, I'm kind of like, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of strange. Yeah, what are you doing in here just eyeing me alone? What's going on? Like, who's who's with you? Right. We need... Are you safe? Right. Are you okay? Are you blacked out right now? (laughs) Serious questions. So, she's eyeing me. I keep seeing this happen. So, at one point, I go out to the balcony to... uh, That's where the keg was at. I go out to the back balcony to get me some more beer. She follows me out, and I'm just like, okay, this is where some type of conversation needs to happen. Mm -hmm. She follows me out there, and so she's got a cup. So, you know, usually there's, like, a guy out there that's just pumping the keg for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so... Were you attracted to her? Yeah. Yeah, I was attracted to her. Okay. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where (laughs) you're out partying, someone caught your eye, you saw them eyeing you, and they you weren't... You weren't really into them, so you decided you were going to start drinking a bit more heavily than you already were in order to get yourself to the point. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. That is that is just completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. I have to ask these questions because you never know. People have definitely been in that situation before. I don't, just like, I you know what, man? It's getting down to the end of the night. Like, let me, let me go ahead and just knock a few. Like, it, this ain't going to do it for me right now. But if I knock a couple more of these shots down, she going to be just fine. I've never wanted to hit anything that bad. Never. That's a, that's a different level of thirst. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah, nigga, that is desert thirst. Yeah, I mean, so it happens to people sometimes. Um, All right, go ahead. But, yeah, so you usually a guy out there pumping the keg for yeah. everybody. So... One, you know, he's pumping my keg or whatever, uh, or pumping the keg. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Damn! I'm giving Mikey all types of content. Wow. Um. <laughs> um. All right. So, all right. She, you know, she's next after me. So I take it. A- I'm sorry. Tell us about how she's next after you're getting your keg pumped. Um, she's next after me to have her plastic red cup filled with beer okay. from a keg. Yes, understood. Understood. <laughs> she's next, and so I take it upon myself. I tell the guys, like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna pump this first. You know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So I'm pumping it. You know, we, you know, we talking, we exchanging names and whatnot, and we go back in the party. We start dancing. She's got like three friends. I call my boy Double R over. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, dancing with one of the friends. So, you know, we over here. You know how niggas was up against the wall. You know what I'm saying? Doing the thing. Right. You know? And so the party's starting to die down. And I'm like, I, I'm asking her. I'm like, yo, so, you know, what are you guys doing after this? She immediately tells me that she got the crib to herself. Wow. Yeah, see, she came out ready to make a hit. She came out ready to pull the trigger. That's what she would think. Yes. That's what she would think. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. I'm strapped in. So, that's what she would think. She's like, yeah, you know, I live in uh, Staunton, which is like 30 minutes 
further like south or west or whatever. You got you got Yo, mad rem- you, you got mad reminders. You made an alarm to just let yourself know when you was forty minutes into the pot. <laughs> Listen, everybody, you, you got to give Keon a break. He hasn't podcasted in over a couple of weeks yeah, yeah. now. There's, you know, there's yeah. been three episodes that have been released without him on it. He's kind of forgotten the things that need to be done in order to facilitate a comfortable situation and setting for podcasting. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> um, so she's like, yeah, I live in Staunton, which is I didn't know where it was at the time, but it was like 30 minutes down the road somewhere. So there's four of them and two of us. This sounds like it's going to be a great night, right? Yes. No. <laughs> so we all go out. They, they came in a car. I had my car. Me and two girls hop in my car. Ryan hops in a car with two other girls, with the two other girls. And so we just start driving to Staunton. I don't know what's there. Nigga, we pulled up to Staunton. I swear it looked like the town from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> like, you remember you remember Charlie just running out out of, out of that little shack? Everything just looked rickety and old. It was crazy. You. So, <laughs> they was in a shanty town. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, um, we get to the crib, right? And we pull up to the back, go straight down to the basement. And... They, they throw on some music. Okay. And so, like, there's, you know, there's some making out going on. There's some grinding going mm. on. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I got my hands under the shirt. I'm feeling feeling titties and shit. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. having a nice middle school out yes. and just yes. doing some nice but, dry humping and yes. kissing. But I'm, like, maybe 23 or something. 24 at this time right. something like i don't know yeah. something like that and so you would expect more to happen ryan ended up i think i don't even i don't think either one of us hit anything that night it was just a lot of making out and grinding and and, and touching ass and shit so i don't know what time the party ended but me and him didn't get back to uh Harrisonburg. To Harrisonburg to like six o'clock in the morning. Oh, so yeah. it was a lot of nothing happening for a long, for a long time. time. A lot of nothing. So yeah, that's my success slash failure of a story. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, one more thing that I want to touch on. You mentioned something about uh, Scarface. While I was in Miami, you mentioned mm. you asked me if like oh I said that that hotel that you were standing yeah. by looks like the one yeah. where his his boy got chopped up yeah I took it upon myself to look up where I was like man you know what where is that hotel like mm-hmm. where is that at I want to go see that <laughs> I look it up and let me tell you it's kind of an interesting story that's hilarious give me a second. All the painkillers, band-aids, and antibiotics in the world wouldn't have made a much of a difference to Angel Fernandez, the Scarface character whose dismemberment by chainsaw was the 1983 gangster flick's most infamous scene. 
But today, where the grizzly attack was set, is being converted to a CVS. <laughs> Dang. This, this, this article is from 2017, by the way. Uh. So that place is now a CVS. Oh, man. Yes. Renovations have already begun at 728 Ocean Drive in South Beach, with the back portion of the building now being demolished. The facade and its iconic porthole windows, one of which served as a backdrop for the Chainsaw Massacre, will be preserved. Oh. Built in 1953, the building housed the Sunray Apartments when Scarface was uh, when Scarface was filmed in the early 80s. The scene, in fact, is one of the few that ended up being filmed in Miami. I okay. Scarface was bedeviled by political infighting, with then Miami Commissioner Demetrio Perez Jr. threatening to withhold permits unless Tony Montana was recast as a communist agent sent by Castro. Wow, this got political. So, <laughs> the police commissioner was like, look, y'all gonna change the fucking movie or y'all not gonna film it here. Wow. I did not know Neither that. Neither did I. That and is very interesting. I know, and I was like, I was, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought it up because it made me look into it, right. and I found this information, and I'm just thinking, like, bruh, it's just, it's a movie. Like, yeah. would you, you think that's going to take away from the tourism in South Beach because a nigga got hacked up in a hotel room? Like, come on. Like, nobody's thinking, like, oh, I don't want to go to South Beach because I might get hacked up. No, if anything, room. people are thinking, man, I want to go see some of the places where Scarface was filmed, but the thing is, nobody... I don't know how many people know this information. Right. So they probably still got mad tourism off the movie regar- probably. Off regardless. Probably. Yeah, I want to go live a Tony Montana life. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go fucking snort a bunch of cocaine and walk around with, with, with flowy shirts on. But it's, it's interesting because it's like the movie's about a refugee coming to America and rising to the top. Right. The commissioner said, nah, fuck that. I want him to be a communist agent. Sent by Castro, which, you know, in within American politics, Fidel Castro is very unliked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they was trying to just flip the script on the whole movie. Yeah, yes, well, yeah, it doesn't give, shit. Yeah, it doesn't right? give it the same flair. Hell like that's, no. that's not what we want to see. We want to see no. somebody come from nothing. Like yeah, right. it's not. It's not even a movie anymore. Right. Yeah, right. no, I don't know. The basic message. <laughs> and of, that's why the police commissioner is a police commissioner and not a director. Right. <laughs> that's why he's not a screenwriter. The basic message of the movie seems to be drugs, killing, and criminal activities. That does not represent the majority of hardworking and law-abiding Cubans. It's a movie, nigga. It's a movie. <laughs> like, relax. Um, soon after Montana's bloody fight on Ocean Drive was filmed, director Brian De Palma picked up and moved production to Los Angeles, far from the protesting crowds of South Beach. Uh, and the rest of this article is really irrelevant. Yeah. But I thought that, hmm. that in- I thought that information was really interesting, and I wanted to bring that here today. And a lot of great Miami. Miami today. Yeah. You know, right. But yeah, man. So... All in all, I mean, I still had a good time. Um, you know, I, t- I, I took I took my lady out to eat as I always do. Um, went to a great restaurant, had some awesome food, um, and you know, Miami 
gave me what Miami was was going to give me. Did you leave a review at the restaurant for any place that you went to that you enjoyed yourself? No, no. Why won't we do that, Kim? Why won't we just I leave can, a review? I, I mean, not to say. I mean, you, it's not like you're ever going and leaving terrible reviews when no, something bad happens. No. So at least you're not that person. No, I'm not that. I don't. I'm neutral. I don't really leave reviews for anything. Yeah. But even if I had a bad time, I would just not go back to that place. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave a bad review. Like it's it's just it's just not that serious. I'm gonna see me. if I can look up that the thing that you brought up. It was the let's see. It should have been our chat. The the kindness study that was done. Oh yeah, <laughs> on, on our fifty states. Where's Florida in there? Oh yeah, that's actually a really good question. Where would Florida be in that kindness? Um, but you did want me to speak about. Yeah, I mean, you are a very thoughtful person, and mm-hmm. you had a great time in uh, Kentucky. And you left many reviews, and I, I wanted to hear one. I think I left 11. <laughs> I want to hear one. <laughs> and the state of kindness in America. So let's see what they did here. What is what is the state of kindness in America? Verizon teamed up with kindness.org to commission a first-of-its-kind, that's funny, first-of-its-kind academic study to find out. We surveyed thousands of people from all 50 states, and the results revealed an enormous capacity for kindness. All 50 states received consistently high scores. Hmm. Whatever. Anyway, uh-huh. number one, Kentucky, which, again, goes with everything that I said. I'm glad you 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 know you caught that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, Maryland, 50. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Virginia, 34, like smack dab in the, you know, well, not in the middle, but close enough. Mm-hmm. Where else would, would, do you care? Uh, Where else do we care? Where's Texas? 42. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Don't do that. Hey, man, every time you come in here and say some shit about Texas, shout out Richardson. Shout out, Richardson. <laughs> shout out Dallas. Shout out Houston. <laughs> shout out Abilene. That's where Henry's from. <laughs> Hey. Um, okay. My dog. Where, where, where else uh, matters to you? Florida. How's Florida? Florida. Where is Florida on here? Let's see. Dang, where are you guys at? Hold on. I gotta. I have to be an asshole real quick. Cause... Florida's 47. I keep thinking about the camera, and I just want to make sure everything's good. Florida's 47. <laughs> only, only a couple states behind Maryland. Okay. Jeez Louise, man. It's funny. 32, New York. Hmm. 32. 32 shouldn't be. What? A, come on. 34, Virginia. We're losing out to New York in kindness. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on now. That's crazy. We got it. Stop it. What's the top 10? That's ridiculous. Okay, I'll give you top 10 kindest states in America. That's ridiculous. Virginia. <laughs> we can't do that. We. That's ridiculous. I thought Virginia was for lovers. Yeah, right. All right. Kentucky. New Mexico, hmm. Oklahoma, hmm. Georgia, okay. North Dakota, Alaska, New Hampshire, Missouri, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Okay. All right. So I got some. I got some places I need to 
I need to check out. Alrighty. I'm going to read to you, sir, and to our audience, a review that I left. All right. <laughs> and, and it's funny, too, because as you go to leave a review, you, clearly you're going to read some other ones. Yeah. And you just see people be like, oh, man, the green beans were amazing. <laughs> Recommend. The green beans? Yeah, like it'll just be something just real simple like that. So man, I know that you probably generated probably just a new net worth every place man i tried here we go <laughs> this is for a place called novo dolce n-o-v-o-d-o-l-c-e my friend and i who have been in the food and beverage slash service industry Quite some time, flew in from Virginia to check out many things in Bowling Green. But some of the most beautiful things in life happen spontaneously. <laughs> this is just a Google review. The night prior to our visit at Novo Dolce, we had visited the Bistro, which is another of Sasha Mandrapa's restaurants in the area. We were so taken by that experience that we had to try another. We immediately fell in love with the concept of a pub that specializes in elevated cuisine. Hmm. That is what a gastro pub is. So I guess you throw the word gastro in front of something and that's what it means. Okay. Right. The salmon dish was heavenly. <laughs> I didn't have it, but that's what I was told. I, I was told that, that, that it was heavenly. heavenly. The Dolce pizza was exquisite. And to top it all off, Anna D was our server. Her level of customer service is unrivaled. Shout out to Anna. She greets with a breathtaking smile. And a soft soul genuineness to match. I was trying to get her a promotion or something. I'm pretty certain that she gets something off of this. Okay. Uh, we talked to her about it. She gets to like something. Hope so. You know, they get like a card at the end of the day or at the end of the month. You know, whoever gets the most amount, they probably can get like a Best Buy gift card or who knows what they're gonna get. Something like that. They got those in Kentucky. Yo, <laughs> don't talk about the kind of state like that. <laughs> She had a wonderful menu knowledge, which urged us to order the limoncello mascarpone at the end of the meal. We were in heaven. We wished the best for everyone involved for making this experience what it was for us. Okay. In all caps, highly recommend. Let's go. And so, Novo Dolce. And so that was. Yeah, I love it. That, that was that's that's what I leave for people. If I'm gonna go in there and leave something, I might you might as well leave yeah. leave something. Yeah, because it's probably a bunch of shitty. Yeah, shitty I, yeah. I mean, there, I so. mean, if somebody gives you five stars out of five and says that they like the burger that you guys made, then it's that's fine. Like it's not like you're gonna dismiss that right as the restaurant. But what I did is much cooler. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was I was excited to hear one of these. Hey, so that's, so that's all I got on that. Okay. Sir. Yes. Yes. 
I don't have you just whatever yeah. I have to say. Yes, we'll I, I I wanted to get into this meaningfulness part actually. Okay, because I, I think that this I don't know how long this may take. Okay, I don't know what you you've had some time to think about yeah, it. No, I know what I want to say. I mean, okay. it's, I don't know if it it ain't gonna. It's last fine. 10 it, minutes, it, it, it don't. It, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter how long. <laughs> Before we get into this card, actually, okay, you listen to originality. Yes, you asked me about it at the beginning of this. We've gone through this. We don't have to go back through it. Mm-hmm. But you also listen to the one with my father and I. Yes. What'd you think, man? I thought it was really cool. I thought it was just. I thought it was interesting. If just by itself to see someone here other than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I knew that the dynamic was going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean. I liked his presence on here. Like yeah. your your dad is super wise. And, yeah, he's a cool. He's a cool. You know, it it really he brought something out of this chair, out mm-hmm. of this position, right? That you're probably not gonna get out of me <laughs> on a daily basis. And I really, I I respected the hell out of that. And yes. I, and I would love for him to come back. If anybody, yeah. if anybody is gonna be in this chair, I, I, it needs to be yes, Earl, Earl Eugene. Eugene. Hooks. Yes. Yeah. No. He, he was. He's definitely that dude. And I and I knew it every time I'm able. Hey, hold I, on. What? I ain't. What? Ain't no books on yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was gonna be some books here when I got here. Nothing. Where's Where's my reading material? Nothing. <laughs> I, I, you You want some? Cause I can give some to you. Nah, we good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're gonna start school up soon. You're gonna You're gonna have stuff that you need yeah. to read and, and yeah, get out, and get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no. Every time I'm able to, you know, get him away from family functions. <laughs> And it's just us to get him from uh, from behind the camera. Well, yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. And uh, it, it is really funny again because you heard him speak about how he enjoys yeah. that yeah. versus you DJing for your family. I like that came to mind. I had I had to bring that up. But yeah, he just he has a lot to offer. I think he he thinks about things deeply. He's yeah. been on this planet for you know a little while now, and he's he's definitely <laughs> he's, he's definitely had his experiences. So I knew that. Whatever was going to happen, it it was going to be of that cloth. Mm-hmm. It was going to be cut from that cloth of, yeah. of just, yeah, just and it's, generating. It's like the dynamic between me and you, you know, we're really good friends. We've known each other a long time, but that's you and your dad. You right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like y'all can get into a just a deeper piece of your souls together than, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. than me and you can. And that, that was, yeah, that was probably the best conversation him and I have had in a very long time. Yeah, it seemed if, very if, thorough. If, yeah, I, yeah, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. So that's all I had to ask about that. Okay. What is a defining moment in your life, and how did it impact you? Um, I'm gonna go with starting this podcast. Okay. It's been a defining moment. It's been a hell of a ride. Um, just doing this podcast like I've come on here and expressed certain things that I probably would never express to anyone outside of maybe my close friends or you know my fiance and I I don't know something about that has transcended outside of this podcast Mm -hmm. and I just feel I feel like it's impacted me in a way where I just I can be more expressive Mm -hmm. not only to people but to myself you know what I'm saying? Okay. I find myself being able to be a little more honest with myself. Mm. Um, some of the things that go on in my mind, it's not quite 
the battle it used to be. Right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm starting to just express to myself and think things through mm. a little more thoroughly. I feel like speaking to you on here, I've learned a lot and mm. I've taken things from this podcast that I've implemented into my, my real life. That's yeah. really funny because I I would have felt as though there would have been no other way. I just threw osmosis. Like it would yeah. it would have just had to have taken place. But then there was a pod a few weeks ago I was talking about something wacky I was talking about uh-huh. and otherworldly. And you were just like, yeah, you know, every time I come in here, you talk about some more wild shit. And it helps me understand you a little bit more, yeah. which is great. I don't necessarily know if it means I'm going to change anything about my life necessarily. But I like that I understand what's going on with you. Yeah. So it is interesting to hear no. that these things have made it through somehow no, into they, the matrix. They definitely have. And it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've started making decisions in my life that are better for me. And I, I think this podcast is one of them. Yeah. This podcast is certainly one of them. No, I was. that's another thing that we can sort of tether back to the conversation I had with my dad is this is a very interesting type of platform. It's a very interesting type of platform, and maybe it just, it just look it looks fun to other people, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But when you're you're doing it, just like I express about this writing, you learn so much about yourself because you're having so many different types of conversations and pushing to understand more about yourself and more about your co-host and what is going on in your reality. Period. That you probably wouldn't have pushed yourself because what else would have pushed you right what would have been the driving force for you to understand these things and try to articulate all these thoughts if it wasn't the platform and you said something interesting maybe a, a few weeks ago about how a lot of topics you give me pushback on mm-hmm. you know just to introduce a different perspective and a different idea about it mm-hmm. like even that type of shit you know what i'm saying because i leave here with those thoughts you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and I, I i think about them and it just it it, it furthers the issue for me, if, right? If, if, if that particular scenario or situation, it furthers that, and I'm able to conceptualize it in different ways. Exactly. And you texted me about the originality mm-hmm. uh, post or recording that I put out, and the thing that caught you most was was the idea of family, yeah, the forefathers putting many various different items in front of the child and exposing them to various things, right? And that matters. It does. It matters. And I spoke about children on there because that is where education starts, right? But as you get older, it's it's still important. It's still important for you to be around people that are unlike you, that disagree with the things that you have to say and that are willing to have real discussion about it. Mm-hmm. it because like you said, it you can you can you can have those discussions and even if maybe in that moment you're not the most open to it because maybe the conversation just took a wrong turn or somebody said something inflammatory and then from there all the doors towards open mindedness shut, whatever the case is. But that conversation Sometimes it just takes time to meld with your consciousness. It takes time to settle in and marinate. 
Right. And then it could be that night or the day before or a week or a month from now, it just kind of it come it bubbles back up. Yeah. And you just got to think about it. But now you have a different take and because now you by yourself and all, you know, all the anger and hate and rage has now simmered down. You can look at that thing objectively. Right. That new, you know, idea or vantage point objectively and say, OK, now let me look at this. Mm hmm. Now let me look at this. And so, yeah, that's yeah. that's huge. Now this this pod has definitely impacted me in a way in which you know it's just it's 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 great. It's great. <laughs> like I don't know what like I feel I don't know what else to say about it. Like it's it's really opened up my mind. Indeed, indeed, indeed. What is a defining moment in your life, and how did it impact you? Earl. Go ahead. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know when I thought about this, but for some reason, I don't, maybe I did, but forgot. Your dad, you and your dad have the same name, but you're not a junior. But nope. it, I guess and it's neither because, is he. But it's because you guys have different middle names. Is that Indeed. what makes that? Yeah. Like, because when, when you introduced him and his first name was Earl, I was like, yeah, has this nigga been a junior this entire time and I didn't know? Wait a minute. You didn't know that my dad's name was Earl until you no, listened maybe to Maybe I did. I just Holy for forgot. <laughs> it's possible that I forgot. That is hilarious. Because when are we ever talking about your dad being Earl? Like, I don't know. I just, I could have forgot. But, you, but your dad's name is Michael. Yes. It's just things that you just, you just know. I know all of my friend's dad's names. I don't, I, it's possible <laughs> that I did know. Yeah, that is hilarious. I just maybe put it in the back. And you know Julian's middle name is Earl. <laughs> Yo, y'all niggas are funny. <laughs> y'all are funny as hell. He never <laughs> let anyone know it. But yeah, that's his middle name. <laughs> y'all are funny as hell. Y'all gonna circulate that Earl around for the, for generations. <laughs> Earlina on the way. <laughs> Earlette. <laughs> uh, no, nah, that's, that's hilarious. Okay. Well, so for me to answer this meaningfulness card, you know when people break up and then you always see them become a whole new person, like it's a new yeah. chapter, so they go and if it's a chick, they go color their hair a whole different, mm -hmm. they get a nose ring, they start going to the gym. Mm -hmm. The gym part is huge mm -hmm. here because it's your objective a lot of the time. This is mostly, hopefully just younger people, but I'm certain it transcends. You want to let the person know that, that you're, you're okay. better, not only doing okay, but you are flourishing uh, without them. That is the thing. Okay. And so people start getting in the gym. They try to get the body together. And it's not until they get with the next person that they're like, all right, fuck the gym. I'm done looking good. <laughs> and, then, and, then they, and then they fall back the, apart. The thought of going to the gym and your ex being the motivation for your workout is crazy. Okay. All right. And I'm glad you said that because the motivation may be crazy initially, uh -huh. but that doesn't, that cannot sustain itself unless you are truly the, just <laughs> the vindictive and slightly spiteful type of person to where th this person is going to feel this. Right. They going to feel this regret for as long as I live. And like that being your motivator and holding that sort of grudge for millennia. Like, uh -huh. that, like that is that is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't really think that's 
the case. I think, I mean, clearly it holds out longer for some people than others. But I think that you start with that as your motivation. That subsides. And then, then it just becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And now you do it for the right reasons, or at least better reasons than trying to piss off your ex. Defining moment for me was when my brother asked me many years ago. I forgot what year this was that I went. It was actually, if it is 2021 right now, then 2016, January, February, he asked me to go on that model cruise ship in October that year. Mm -hmm. At that moment, I knew that I was going to be around a lot of good-looking people. Mm -hmm. And I also knew that I wanted to be a viable pick for sexual encounters (laughs) with some of the women that were going to be working this cruise alongside me. Because remember, that's what we went as. like He was in cahoots with Barbizon, which is the Uh company. And we just were staff. But we didn't really do anything but show people how to get from this room to that room on the cruise ship and stuff like that. And then all drinks, I think all food was free. And I and I think it was all drinks were free. Yeah, all drinks were free too. Yeah. And alcohol? Yeah. Shit. And, and they paid us. So I came back, and I didn't even know that part when I did it. But I came back from the cruise, and I want to say like a few weeks later, I just got a check in the mail for like $400. And I was like, oh, 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 that was definitely the best time of my life. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't know it at the time. Like, I thought it was, but now it really was. Yeah. But January, February, he gives me the call. He's like, hey, man, like, I, I, I got this position open. Do you want to come and do this? And I said, fuck it. Yeah, I, like, I'm going to go on that cruise with you. I'm going to make that commitment. You know me. I don't, I don't make commitments weeks in advance, really. So for months in advance, that was like a long shot. But I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go on that cruise with you. M- March, probably. Old boy Duty and I got in the gym. Mm-hmm. That was when I, I, had, I had dabbled before you and I had gotten in the gym and done yeah. some things or whatever. Yeah. Didn't really know what we were doing. We were finding yeah. our sea legs in there. Yeah. He took me in the gym. Like he took me in the streets and taught me how to drive. <laughs> but, he, but he brought me in the gym and I started working out. I went to the gym with y'all niggas one time. <laughs> I went one time. That is reminiscent of you going, except you continue to do this, reminiscent of you going on the first hiking trip with us. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, you know what? No. Like, fuck what y'all are talking about. I'm not going back out there. That gym, I remember that workout. I remember, dude, you remember that workout? I remember that workout actually, which is hilarious because you, I, I remember looking at you, you like, hey, what are y'all doing? Like, this is, like, this is unnecessary. First of all, why are y'all doing four sets instead of three? Like, why, like, what is going on here? Like, so I, I, I get that. He took me in there, and my mindset was, we gonna push past the pain. And I'm going to accomplish what I set up to accomplish. I'm going to put some pounds on. At that point in time, that's when I, I weighed myself. I was 174, I believe. I put that weight on. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was easier for you. That was much easier for you. It took, uh, it took a lot of hard work and a lot of eating yeah. for me to gain the amount that I did. But I went from 174 to, I think, like 195. 
and it was just all muscle mm. in that amount of time. Now, again, the motivation for it at first to just be around good-looking people and be a viable option to have some sex. I mean, that's what a lot of people do in general, you know, to be able to have options. Right. You try to build yourself up to be the best version of yourself. So that was that was it for me. I was like, I want to I want to look good when I get on that ship. Yeah. And so I went down there and I'm all fucking beefed up like I've never been in my entire life. Because I wasn't even doing, like, mad cardio back then. We was just lifting yeah. weights. Like, I wasn't running. I wasn't... I, I remember that picture. It was like yeah. picture of you and Julian. Yeah, I'm just, like, a little more buffed up. I still have, like, that physique, but I do a lot more cardio now. So it's a lot more, like, tapered. Yeah. You know? And I got off of that ship, had the best time of my life, definitely succeeded in the ways that I wanted to. <laughs> and it, it actually... I. Oh, gratuitously so. I, I needed to relax, honestly. <laughs> I was just nasty on it. For, it, was, it was ridiculous. I was like, what are you trying to do? Just like, right. I was just nasty. So I, I come back, and that clearly, the motivation had dissipated. That cruise ship is done with. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting ready for another cruise, but I had now built that into my life. Right. I can't just go back to not working out. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. You don't yeah. even feel the same. Yeah anymore you you have to you know build that endorphin up get that adrenaline going and you just feel like a million bucks you you think better you feel better you sleep better mm -hmm. i yeah I, I see it working in all these different ways and you just don't feel weak there's also that thing too of just feeling weak mm -hmm. which i just don't enjoy so that was a defining moment for me because from that moment forward when i stepped off of that ship i never stopped working out just just the couple of months during quarantine when I, I wasn't with the with the, the house workouts. <laughs> I just I just couldn't I just couldn't I didn't how, have the you discipline. Feel going back to the gym after that. I felt just oh, I was weak as hell. Oh my yeah. Sheesh. But but the thing is when you when you work out like that, you know what it is you're doing. You know what has to be done because right. you've done it before. I I remember saying it to people, I was like, give me a month. One month. And I'm going to feel good. And Duty and I were in here talking to, talking to each other about it. The first first week, you feel terrible. Sheesh. Yeah, you're like, dude, I'm so, like, because you know what you used to be able to do. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily about, we said it's not even about pushing heavy weight. It's just the fact that our muscles just felt fatigued quicker. Damn. Yeah, like you just didn't even have the drive. Like you didn't even have the momentum to be able to go through a, what a full workout used to be, let alone the amount of weight you're lifting. Uh, yeah, that wasn't even the case. We just seemed fatigued. And I, I didn't want like, to go to, to Dick's and get a couple dumbbells and I was like, nah, we should have. We should have. And if we did, you know, decide to do that, we'd have went through Austin because we real. Because <laughs> we real niggas. We must go go to Dick's. We was going to go through Austin and get the weights from him, okay? okay. Support local black business, Keon. Talking about Dick's. I don't know. I don't know Richard. I know Austin. What is you talking about? <laughs> Austin or cool, nigga? Fuck is you? What are you talking about? But uh, yeah, so that was definitely a defining moment for me because it, it 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 means everything. It means everything to me now, honestly. To to still be active, to be exercising, to find new ways because once you open that door, your workout starts to become stagnant, and then you got to find something else, mm -hmm. and you got to find something else. So then. That's when I get into total body conditioning classes with a bunch of ladies in there, but I don't care because they working hard. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just going to work hard with them yeah. and make it work for me. 
and then you I get into yoga and then I get into different kinds of yoga. There's cycling classes. I haven't been to any cycling class, but I think I'm about to I might try that out soon. Okay. But yeah, you're always just trying to find new ways to exercise and it, it means everything. And and then I think it goes hand in hand because it also makes you want to be a little bit more mindful with the things that you put in your body too. I think it just goes hand in hand. So right now I'm just drinking a a kale. Look at just look at this. It's like a kale that cucumber spinach. There might be some orange in there. There's there's, say, there's hey, fruit. There's something called green chard in there, which is, I believe, a leafy green. Okay. There might be some type of, there might be like some citric, like maybe like some orange. Okay. In there or whatever. But it tastes good to me. Okay. It's the moral of the story, really. And it feels good to be able to do things that not only are good for you, but you have now incorporated them in such a deeply ingrained way that it also is enjoyable. Mm -hmm. As you do it, so yeah, so that 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 was my that's my defining moment. Awesome. And we have one more card, and we can do this right here, right now, and be done with these cards. All right, what is it? Take three deep breaths. Number two. Yes, that is that is that is the that end. That is the end. That is the end. And the I meaningfulness. I parts. purposely put that at the end. Oh, that, I mean that was good. You should, that, that was a good idea. And in this place, myintent.org, which has been behind this, I haven't spoken about them at all yeah. <laughs> while we've done this. By the way, I was just like, oh, meaningfulness cards. Myintent.org. Our mission is to be a catalyst for meaningful conversations and positive action. Mm -hmm. What do you know? They did that here. We believe there is purpose inside each of us. And we want our efforts to encourage people to share more truth and inspiration with each other. Dope. And that's and that's and damn it, myintent.org, you guys are doing it. Absolutely. Got a lot out of those cards. Yeah, one thousand percent. So yeah, now we'll we'll figure something else out because that's what we do. That's what that's what yeah. content creators do. Yes, we create. Yes, so that's that's that. Anything else that you would like to talk to the people about, sir? Uh no, sir. No, on, sir. on the episode, Keon returns. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. All right, we're we're, we're good to we're good to wrap this up, sir. Uh, my last words are: It's good to be back. I appreciate Earl Lonnie and Earl Eugene uh, <laughs> for holding it down while I was gone. Um, a lot of great content came out of these last couple of weeks, even without me being here. I appreciate that you know you you guys can do that. And it, it feels good to be back. I was very energized about this podcast today. Yes, for sure. You, you definitely were. Came in here with all, all the smile on your face. <laughs> Anywho, uh, my last words would be thank you all, just as well as Keon thanking you for sticking around, for being there when he was not there, for listening to me in my shorts, right? My, my mm -hmm. pride mm -hmm. episode, my originality episode, one coming up next being my thoughts on parallels mm. look out for that <laughs> yeah look out for that so yeah I, I enjoy i enjoy that support too because i'm you know i'm trying something new and i'm working really hard to make it work so i i appreciate that support as well and that's all i have to say more flowers for the people as i give flowers to everyone in bowling green kentucky novo dolce sasha mandrapa Anna D. Anna D. shout out shout out that's it
Was it 71? 71. Nice. Peace.